Peace, peace, peace. I am Dr. Philip Roundtree, and you are tuned into the July 24th edition of Rhetorically Speaking. Props to those of you who are watching on YouTube, as always. Boop, boop, boop. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, leave a comment, whether you like it, whether you don't like it, let a brother know, because we're always striving to get better over in these parts. Salute to those of you who are listening on whatever streaming service you got popping right now, especially those of you who are on Spotify. I got the notification today that is going up a dollar beginning September, <laughs> September's billing cycle. So it's going from $15.99 to $16.99. So salute to those of you who are on my Spotify account listening. Marla, Cobbina, I don't know if you're going to be there for much longer. And I don't think I'm going to give you a warning. I think you're just going to see it's going. But <laughs> nah, but salute to those of you wherever you're streaming again, subscribe, hit the like button, comment, and just let a know a brother know that you are listening, that you are tuned in. It's always appreciated. So we're gonna get right into it. I was gonna come in and have a conversation about how here in Philadelphia, when I go to, to Lowe's, when I go to Target, I'm noticing police are stationed outside of these stores. And what does that mean for our tax dollars and the lack of manpower that they say that they that, that they're missing? But we're not going to do that. Why? Because we have a Carly Russell update. We have a Carly Russell update. Last week, uh, I was unable to. Well, I'm not going to even say I was unable to record last week because I did record last week. Unfortunately, I had the volume on uh, turned down the entire time. So for 50 minutes of me talking about the Book of Hove, and this is pre Carly Russell and everything that's come out since talking the Book of Hove in the Brooklyn Library and the the travesty that is the dismissal of the Tulsa massacre lawsuit. I was unable to get you all that that content, but again, it was it was practice for me. It was practice for for me in preparation for potentially today to where to have a, a lengthy, robust conversation regarding Carly Russell and what's been taking place with the kidnapping, which wasn't a kidnapping. What does that mean for for Black women, Black America, missing girls, cyberbullying, the the how punitive people are as a especially white folk when it comes to the wasting of, of tax dollars so we're going to get into that so starting first with the update on on carly russell and for those of you who aren't familiar with with carly russell she's a 25 year old black woman because again a lot of the pushback and the rhetoric that we hear is a direct result of her being a a black woman also, this is taking place in Hoover, Alabama. I am going to be in Birmingham, Alabama. I have next week for the National Association of Black Journalists. I have no idea of the distance between Hoover and Birmingham, but I know what they did to MLK, and I'm pretty sure not much has changed since then. So we got to understand the, the socio-political climate that exists where these, these situations take place. So Carly Russell, 25 year old black woman, was she contacted the police on the night of July 13th, stating that she has seen a child walking along I, the interstate I-459. And subsequently, she was abducted. Nobody heard from her and so on and so on. It has since come out that she wasn't kidnapped. In fact, 
there was a lot of potential preparation in this situation on her behalf where she's researching movies like Taken prior to her alleged kidnapping where she's taking items from her job robes and and other things to potentially whether she's staying out in the woods or, or who knows because that information those details have not come out yet but it's it's come out that she was not kidnapped and first and foremost i think we should be thankful that she wasn't kidnapped i i know in the in the society that we're in where we want to we want to spit vitriol where we want to do the proverbial hanging of, of black folk and black women specifically when they aren't telling the truth. Nobody can make mistakes in society because individuals are so quick to want to cancel people. First and foremost, I want to say that I'm glad she wasn't kidnapped for thousands of black girls, for thousands of black men. That isn't the case. And we know that the police doesn't necessarily give a damn when something like this take when something like this takes place. But again, this is something we're going to get into. But first, I want to read the the update that came out right before uh, I came on the air. Even though you're listening to this is recording. So on behalf of Carly Russell, her attorney said provided a statement saying my client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 13th, 2023. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. My client did not leave the Hoover area when she was identified as a missing person. My client did not have help in this incident that this was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone from the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, the volunteers who were searching for, to the Hoover Police Department and other agencies as well, to her friends and family. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter. Carly again asks for your forgiveness and prayers. Unfortunately, it will not end here. And the reason that it will not end here is because America as a society is not forgiving. It's not forgiving. Although they tell black folk to move on. Yeah, they tell black folk, hey, you experienced it. Well, we would care if you if you forgive us or not move on it's time to move on unfortunately carly russell can't just say hey i apologize can we move on no because she's what it, it, we and again we're talking about alabama here so we know how the police are viewed across the country where they they're they're viewed as heroes when they're anything but heroes it's a it's a hero and a police officer, they're the antithesis of one another. And there's for many reasons why. But one of them <laughs> is because you signed up for this. You signed up for this job. So anything you do under, under, the, under the scope of this job is a part of your duties. Doesn't necessarily make you a hero. 
a hero is somebody who, hey, we're walking down the street and we recognize that there's a fire and somebody might be inside. We're going to run in. And maybe some people will argue the the risking of their life makes them a hero. But again, you chose this. Right. You chose this. So when we as we move forward with regards to to Carly and what didn't take place, my initial reaction when the information came out as to the speculation that, you know what, it might not be a kidnapping was to show her empathy. And I wrote a post, which for me is viral, right? Got about 400 or some odd likes again for somebody like me, who's just a regular old Negro <laughs> who, who writes and posts on social media. That was, that was a lot. But for me, it was, Hey, I'm going to show empathy because either she was really kidnapped, which again, we learned later that she wasn't, or she felt the need to concoct this story for some specific reason that speaks to some underlying issues that may exist within her life. See, this, we have limited understanding of mental health. Society has done a poor job in discussing what mental health can look like. We automatically attach it to a diagnosis, depression, anxiety. We don't necessarily think about the, the, the impact that it may have on our decision making. We don't hear terms like unhealthy, that this individual may be unhealthy in some capacity for them to be, for let's say in Carly's case, for her to create this fictitious story and to follow it from start to finish. Again, why would somebody do that? which is the first question that, that I would ask. Why? What are you trying, are you trying to escape from something? What are you trying to escape from? Are you trying to escape from the stresses and pressures of life? That is very real. That means that when it comes to, to coping and navigating the, the, your day to day, that yes, you're putting forth a yeoman's effort, but it's taken a toll on you for you to result to this. If we said we just, she just did it for, it's attention seeking behavior. Okay, why? Why go through these lengths? What underlying issues are causing you to potentially uh, seek attention in such a maladaptive way? And again, these are the questions we should be asking. But it's not taking place. Because again, folk don't have the language. Folk don't have the, the, the cognitive wherewithal to be able to sit and grapple with, hey, why is this happening? What is taking place in this young lady's world for this to happen? We may or may not get answers to this, but for me, filing charges against her does what? It's not going to deter any behavior because trust, if somebody is, is unhealthy in whatever capacity, if they want to escape and get away and get off the grid, they may do something similar.
especially if you get to that level where you're like, yo, I need to get away as soon as possible. Or if you say, hey, I, I want attention. I want the focus on me. Charges filed does little to dissuade this type of behavior. I mean, think about it in terms of just everyday, everyday life when we're talking about serious crimes. Since when has, has murder charges and putting somebody in jail dissuaded individuals from, from committing acts of violence, from committing murder? When has a, a speeding ticket ever stopped you from speeding again, from running that red light, for going 10 miles above the speed limit? It doesn't. Now, again, well, that's traffic related. But it's the same idea. If, we, if penalty is so, is so persuasive as a mechanism to, to, to dissuade behaviors from occurring, then wouldn't we see a reduction in everything across the board? But that's not the case. And so for folk who, who are trying to do the bidding for the state, which folk who know me know that I will not do, I will not do the bidding for the state. That's just not in my makeup. Because what do I gain from advocating for this individual to go to jail, for Carly Russell to go to jail or for charges to be brought up? What do what do I personally gain from that? Nothing. It's going to tell to tell her to stop playing around and tell others, don't play around, don't waste resources. As I started this podcast out, I said I went to Target and I went to Lowe's and other places within the city of Philadelphia where I see cops stationed there for hours on end. At these billion dollar corporations. Well, that's going to stop crime, that's going to deter crime. Well, why are my tax dollars going to it? Why isn't armed security at Target, at Lowe's, in these other, these other places? So no, I will not do the bidding for the state. I will exercise compassion for Carly. Because again, I have no idea about her background. Her boyfriend came out yesterday on the 23rd of July and offered a statement saying, hey, stop bullying her. This is doing nothing. Stop bullying her on social media. Because for once, a black woman going missing has received public attention. And then you get the individuals who come out, well, this is going to stop. Stop them from, from, from searching for black women. Well, studies show that they don't give a fuck anyway. Well, you know what? If they don't give a fuck now, they definitely not going to give a fuck if something else happened. Again, look how, you, how y'all sound. But think about how these people sound when they make statements like this. And the statements that are coming out from people who, who supposedly love black folk. This going to harm the movement. Stop. Because in reality, no one man should have all that power. And they don't. They do not. Nothing that Carly Russell has exhibited 
is going to influence whether negatively or positively because if she was kidnapped that's not going to sit there and say and and make this change of okay hey all of of all the missing black girls black boys and black men black women now we're going to see an uptick in searches just the logic doesn't follow because we would have seen that here in Philadelphia, a young sister was, was going missing for a few days. And she subsequently, she was found. And it was high profile because, it, again, high profile because it made white media. It made the rounds on social media because, hey, I, I, I reposted this, so now I'm invested. And I'm one of those people who are like, yo, if I repost this and you say somebody is found, I feel like I am invested emotionally. I need to know what happened. We need to have a community conversation about what's going on. Why was this individual missing? Now, I am somebody that says that. But ultimately, just because you, 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 you expended this uh, uh, emotional energy by hitting, by hitting share, <laughs> And they're going to posting memes, but you hit share, so you're you're completely invested. Like, 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 is this what we talking about? It's mind-boggling. But what this says is anything that grabs your attention for longer than the the the, the customary thirty to thirty minutes to an hour. You're completely invested in now. And if it's, so, if it's some shady business going on, that you're entitled to, to voice your opinion regarding it. And that's the, that's the issue that I have with social media. Everybody has an opinion. And I'm, you might be like, Phil, well, you're on social media. And you always have an opinion. I do. I do. But you know what I do? I also sit and I, and I think about things. I sit and grapple with things. I didn't necessarily want to come out initially when it came to Carly Russell. Even though I had intentions on it. And then when more information started to come out. Because I wanted to be responsible. I wanted to be able to articulate a position where it's not even necessarily about choosing sides. This isn't a choosing sides type of deal. Everything in society now is you're either on the left or you're on the right. You're either woke or you're either anti-woke. And lost in this is this idea of humanity. And this idea of shared humanity specifically. And so that's why when we talk about Wesley Snipes in New Jack City. When he was on a, when he was on a stand, he said, yo, this is this is bigger than Nino Brown. This is bigger than. Carly Russell not being truthful about a kidnapping. What she exposed was it became became aware that made so many of us aware. I'm not going to say so many of us, but made people aware about the disproportionality of coverage when it comes to to abductions of black girls, black women. We all we all knew it. Let a little white girl go missing. But again, and then to, oh man, I see, I'm starting to get frustrated. 
<laughs> I, I'm starting to get frustrated. Because folk be tripping, man. Folk be tripping. It made us aware of, of again, for me, who's, even people who say they're for the cause. They're for the liberation of black folk. I'm watching, sister, I ain't going to say her name. I'm watching her in her car talking about how problematic this is. Like, fam, you, you're trying to be the face of a movement. But you're allowing your emotion to, to dictate, to, to push the white, uh, white supremacist agenda. And folk don't even be seeing it. When you actively call on for the police to intervene and to file charges, you're promoting a, a white supremacist agenda. Which is the anti, anti-blackest thing you could do. And so I, I, I decided against, you know, talking about some other stories because I just wanted to focus on, on Carly Russell. And I'm sure more is going to come out. But for me, I wish this sister the best. I hope that she she finds the 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 peace and the healing, not only from this situation, but from whatever precipitated this uh, this this incident. Because I don't see individuals letting up. Not yet. And again, we're talking about Alabama. They ain't got shit else to do. Alabama football don't start for another few weeks. So this will be the topic of conversation for a bit. Listen, as always, I'm grateful that you you chose to tune in. If you're on if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, like, comment, share. If you're if you're whatever streaming platform you're on, subscribe, like, comment, share. Until next time. Peace.